Hey, 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 you are tuning into the Rise Station podcast, and I am your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health provider, bringing you everyday wellness tips and mental health education. I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast so that you receive alerts every Monday at 7 a.m. when I upload a new episode. If you won't mind and you would like to do me a favor, please leave me a glowing review and share this podcast out with friends and family. By doing so, you help this message get to as many people as possible. So someone today listening to this podcast may be facing a lot of turmoil in their life financial hardships, maybe there is a decline in your health despite various procedures and treatments, your health just doesn't seem to be improving. Maybe you're having some difficulty in your romantic relationship, marriage, or even some difficulty with your children. I want you to know, keep going, keep plugging in, don't give up. Today's episode is about just that, not giving up. This episode will be a two-parter, so tune in next week so that you can receive part two. But before we get into today's message, let's go ahead and hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. You know, life is stressful at times and can seem unbearable even. Oftentimes when we are, you know, in the life race, we can manage the race pretty well if we're running along at our own pace, right? And we see a hurdle up ahead, you know, and then we have time to prepare to jump that hurdle. So we continue to pace ourselves and we see the hurdle, we can jump that hurdle, right? And we get back to running at our own pace again. And then we see another hurdle and we jump that hurdle and we get back to our usual pace. Things get more challenging for us when there is no reprieve, when there are hurdles after hurdles, and sometimes we're jumping over several hurdles simultaneously. There comes a point when we have exhausted all of our coping strategies, you know, and now we're in survival mode. We've spent too long in this hurdle after hurdle, jumping over things without any rest, without any reprieve. And we start to feel overwhelmed and just like giving up. I want you to remember that it is in that moment where your transformation is happening. You see, in order for you to be stretched, in order for you to grow, you have to be challenged beyond your capacity. And because you have never been stretched, you have no prior knowledge of how to deal with this current stressor. You haven't been stretched this far before. 
there isn't a program that we can count on to deal with this. So you got to create a program. You got to create a custom program with custom coping strategies to be able to deal with this new challenge in your life. Whether it is a new relationship, whether it's new news from the medical professionals, whether it's a a difficult season in your marriage, a difficult season with your children, transformation is happening. And because of this new level of stress, you start to feel inadequate and not very confident in your ability to handle this. And there's lots of anxiety in this transitional period. You know, it's difficult. It's not easy. You second guess yourself and want to return back to home base. Like, I want to go home. I want to go home. Like the Kevin Hart special. As you move through these adversities, things will either get better or you'll get better at dealing with them. So without further ado, I'm going to talk about some very practical ways that you can keep going when you're on the verge of calling it quits or giving up. All right, we got 10 practical tips for you. This episode, part one, will cover tips one and five. Tune in next week and we'll cover tips six through 10. Okay, so the first thing you can do when you're feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, is take a break. Now that break is going to be at your discretion how long that break is. It could be minutes, it could be days, it could be weeks. Take the time that you need, you know. Mostly when we're ready to give up, we are burnt out, we're exhausted, and our body is telling us that we need to rest. So sometimes we have to walk away from whatever the stressors are, whether it's mentally walk away from it, physically walk away from it, emotionally detach from it, but we need to offer ourselves that rest. We need to listen to our bodies and give it the rest that it needs and deserves. So the very first thing is take a break. Number two is Write down your goals and write down the barriers that are creating the blockages or the setbacks for you at this time. And, you know, just jot down as many, you know, as you can and what those barriers are. You see, when we have too many things hitting us at once, we get confuzzled, right? That's confused and puzzled. We get confuzzled about what to do, when, how, you know, it's just a mess up in our minds. It's just very jumbled up, just a lot of information, a lot of things going on. It's chaotic. And, you know, this adds to our overwhelm. So get it out of your head and onto a sheet of paper. If you don't have paper, it could be a back of an envelope, whatever you have handy, but get it out of your head. Right. Number three is ask for help. Now, I know this can be difficult at times asking for help, but that's exactly what we need to do when we're feeling like giving up. We need to reach out, utilize all the resources that we can that are available to us. Now, I want you to also use discernment with the personnel you call in to help you. Do not ask for help from people who are going to require too much handholding because at this point you're at your wits end and you just really need to offload some things from your plate. So you need people who are going to be capable and competent. Someone who can own the task, take it off your plate and be able to help you prioritize and add some structure 
to what you have going on. All right. Sometimes the overwhelm comes with us just miscategorizing everything as immediate, like everything has to get done today. But sometimes, you know, we just really need to look at the time frames for the things that need to get done and pace ourselves like the life race that we talked about earlier. All right. So number four is I want you to check in with yourself emotionally. How are you interpreting this crisis? Because sometimes we get triggered by things and we have automatic thoughts that judge ourselves that can be cruel and that just adds to the things that are physically going on in our physical world, but we've attached an emotional judgment to it. So what do I mean by that? So if we pride ourselves with having our lives together, right? The moment we experience struggle, we may be judging ourselves harshly because we have to ask for help and we have to be vulnerable. So that is, you know, that is an emotional interpretation. What does this say about you or how are you interpreting this? Are you interpreting the fact that you now need help and that things are falling apart as that you're inadequate? Or that you're a loser because you're not performing. So these are the things we have to check in with. Or if we're having financial struggles, there may be some shame surrounding our relationship with money. If we grew up where we were constantly told that you're not worthy unless you're providing, unless you have money in the bank. And if you don't have any money in the bank, you feel less adequate. So, you know, check in emotionally with how you're interpreting the crisis. Be sure to show yourself compassion. And if there are areas of improvement you need to make, look at it as such, just improvements that you need to make rather than judging yourself harshly. Make sure you go back. We do have an episode on how to stop being judgmental. All right. So our last tip for today is tip number five. Prioritize what needs to happen first. Now that you have created some room to breathe, let's revisit that list that you made earlier. Let's look at with your logical planning mind and detach from the emotion of it all for just a moment. Let's figure out what needs to be done today, tomorrow, next week, next month, and let's handle these tasks accordingly. So in conclusion, remember that Everything that we go through is temporary. And with time, you gain experience. And with time, you can also get better at coping. So be kind to yourself. Look at this as a teachable moment and try your hardest not to judge yourself, not to be overly critical with yourself, but be compassionate with yourself so that you can grow into your next season. Tune in next week for part two. Until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.